episode in the Clydecast, a child-led podcast brought to you by Clyde Primary School. I'm Tyler Quinn um, and Sophia Caruso here as well. We're both your six pupils and we've got a very special guest today, Leon Britton. Fantastic. So yeah, um, this is the Cloudcast. We've got two of your six pupils leading it today, Tyler Quinn and Sophia Caruso. Um, we've got a very special guest, as Tyler just said, in Leon Britton. And we're going to ask him a lot of questions. Welcome, Leon, to the yeah. podcast. Uh, well, thank you uh, for having me. We're really looking forward to it. Fantastic. So, we won't waste any time. We'll get straight into the questions. Uh, over to you guys. Um, so, tell us about yourself. Oh, <laughs> where do we start? Um, so, obviously, my name's Leon Britton. I um, used to play football for Swansea City Football Club. Um, I'm originally from London, so I grew up. So, when I was your age, going to primary school, I was in Wimbledon um, and then uh, I played football and then my journey then ended up with me coming to Swansea and I come to Swansea in 2002 which is now 21 years ago um, and stayed there ever since I finished football in 2018. Fantastic. We actually watched the clip this morning didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. From 2002. Yeah. Oh, bit of a big yeah, game yeah. for you out there wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was a long time ago, but it was a big. Um, that was a huge game yeah. for the football club back then. But uh, pitches were a little bit different. They were yeah. different, weren't they? Did you say that? <laughs> the pitches yeah. stinking. <laughs> yeah, the pitches, the kits, all the stuff. Like, it's a lot different back then, but it was uh, what twenty twenty one years God, ago. Yeah, and the goal you scored against Northern Forest. Oh, that was okay. Yeah, <laughs> didn't score many. Didn't That's score many. <laughs> but that was uh, that was probably my best goal. But one of my only goals, to be fair. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, yeah. should we move on, Tom? Yeah. What made you want a career in football and how did that begin? Um, so, I started playing football when I was about eight years old. Actually, the first time I played was in primary school um, on, the, on the playground in the yard. Um, just started playing football. Had a love from it straight away. Mum and Dad wasn't football fans, really. It was just, it was just my love of playing in the, in the playground of the yard with, with my friends. Um, seemed to be okay at it yeah. um, and my teacher at the time um, Mrs Rankin was from actually from Liverpool and she told mum and dad that you know I had a talent and to try and for me to try and pursue it and try and and, and uh, go into football and from then I just loved playing and I played you know for a local team which was on Sunday mornings um, just played for the love of the game really and then as things happened I, I got picked up by Arsenal when I was nine years old and then it started to get a little bit more serious. Yeah, so it got a little bit more serious as it got a little bit older, like, you know, 13, 14, but it was just love playing football. That That's all it was. It was really just, I'm sure you guys and the people that listen have a sport or a hobby or an activity that they love doing. And that was my love, was, was playing football. It was just, I kind of just fell into it. And I, you know, I was good at it and I just, I just loved doing it. Mm, it's kind of the same for you guys, isn't it? You love football, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it is, and I think we all, you know, we see, you know, sports people or people doing really well, but I think you have to remember they're doing it and they're well paid or whatever, but they do it because they love yeah. playing it or they love, like you say, if it's a hobby or something, you do it because you love doing it and you really enjoy it, and that was the same for me when I was, was really young, your age. What team do you support? 
Well, I support Swansea City now, but when I was younger, um, I used to support a team called Wimbledon, because that's where I grew up, was, uh, was Wimbledon, so that was my local team. But, a bit complicated, Wimbledon stopped because their ground wasn't yeah. very good, they had to move away from Wimbledon, so they went to a different area in London, then they split, and, but Wimbledon was my team when I was, when I was a child, but since I've come to Swansea and I've been here for such a long time, Swansea City is my football team now. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Who do you support? Anyone? Liverpool. Liverpool? Liverpool, Liverpool as well? Nice. They're not a bad team, are they, Liverpool, to be fair? No, but I think they could have done better against Luton yesterday. Yeah, they scored really late on, didn't they? The last, uh, what was it, like the 96th minute, wasn't it? I think yeah. they scored, wasn't it? But, um, You've got a very strong opinion on your football, haven't you? Yeah. Come back in on a Monday and this the first exactly. half hour of the day. Just chatting about the weekend's games. I know. Like that. So if Liverpool win, you're happy, yeah? and then if yeah. uh, Liverpool <laughs> lose, you're uh, a bit... Bit disappointed on Monday morning, <laughs> is it? And Liverpool haven't lost a game. They drawled against Tottenham. No, they did. Yeah, they're doing well this season. Yeah, they are. To be fair, yeah. Yeah, they are. Okay, what have we got next, Sophia? Um, what has been the best moment of your career so far? Ooh, best moment of my career. Um, Can't a few of them, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard to like. It's hard to pick um, purely one um, best moment. I think I'd say a couple of best moments was one was my my debut for Swansea, so my first ever game. Um, as a professional footballer, if you like. That was when I was um, 20 years old. So I started playing football when I was seven or eight. So to actually play professionally at uh, 12 years later when I was 20 was, was a dream come true because I'd always wanted to be a footballer. So that was a really, really special moment for me. And then as I played in my career, I think, I think we all watched the Premier League or the, the top divisions and I wanted to play in the Premier League. And for me then to play... In, in 2011, we played Reading in the playoff final, um, in the championship playoff final to, um, to get to the Premier League. So whoever won that game yeah. went to the Premier League and it was at Wembley in front of 90,000. I was there. Yeah, yeah, so I was there. Did you score a goal? Like, I, didn't, I didn't score in that game, so I scored in the, the, the playoff semi-final, which was the, the game before, the one that you see, not in Forest. So that was the one before. So because we won that, we went to the final. And then... We won that game, and then because we won that game, we went to the Premier League, and that was my dream was to become a professional footballer first of all, which I was lucky to do, and secondly was to try and play in the Premier League and um, winning that game at Wembley in front of ninety thousand people um, to get to the Premier League was a dream come true as well. So I'd say them two are the the real standout moments for me. Definitely. Do you know who they played in the first game in the Premier League? Um. Let me guess. Nice Man City. Oh, close, close, yeah. Man City. Man yeah. City, yeah. So yeah, so we played Man City the first game away. It was a nice, easy one on Monday. <laughs> Monday night football, we played Man City away. And how we won? for the first hour, it was nil nil. Yeah, we did all right. We yeah. done okay for our first game in the Premier League. It was nil nil, but then unfortunately they brought on a certain. Do you know Sergio Aguero? He was a centre forward. He was a, he was a really really good player. Because he played for Barcelona. He did, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. So they brought on Sergio Aguero, and uh, we ended up losing four 0 But um, oh, yeah, so it was tough. It was tough, but it was it was our first game. But we done well for sixty yeah. minutes. Was Alfie yeah. Haaland No. Oh. No, he's a bit in between. I think everybody would have been about ten by then. Roy Keane, Roy Keane, dead. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Okay, what we got, Tyler? What has been most the most challenging? Oh, the most challenging. Maybe a couple of things that's probably the most challenging is when I was younger, trying to become a footballer. I'm not the tallest. Um, so you asked about that, didn't you, Sophia? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I'm not I'm not the tallest. So when I was younger, trying to become a professional footballer, I think maybe coaches or, or people were saying that I wasn't tall enough and strong enough to become a professional because they said that you know you have to be mm. certain height, you have to be strong, you can't be small and and become a professional footballer. So that was that was difficult for me. People was questioning me or saying that I couldn't become a footballer because of something that's out of my hands you know I can't control yeah, you can't course, con- yeah. you can't control how tall or how big you are so that was tough but I think you have to show resilience you have to keep believing and, and showing that you can become a footballer and prove people wrong um, but there was times in, in that moment where it was difficult but like I say you have to keep working hard you have to keep doing the right things and, and try and pr- uh, prove people wrong and the other difficult times in you know in football is when you you pick up injuries. So when you're not playing for long periods, that can be difficult because you all want to play football and when you can't, and you see your friends going out on the training pitch, or you see your friends playing, um, you know your matches and you're not. That that can be quite difficult at times. But um, again, you have to you know be professional and keep working hard and and try and get back fit. When yeah. were you when you first started? What, Swansea? Yeah. So when I first... I've had a few numbers at Swansea. So when I first come, I was number 35. Um, I think we had quite a few players that year, so it was yeah. one of the only numbers available, I think. Um, but then the next season, I then had number seven, and that kind of become my number at Swansea through through my whole career, really. Oh. Yeah. Nice. What would be your favourite number to have on your cap? Uh, You're a bit of a keeper, aren't you? Yeah? Yeah. Like, number, number 99, number why number 99? No, because that's what Tom Warner is. Oh, Tom Warner. Who's your favourite keeper? No. Who's your favourite keeper? Alison Becker. He's good, Alison. He is good, isn't he? He's handsome, he is. What we got then? One more for this question. What advice would you give to young people who want to become footballers? Well, the advice I would give, um, first of all, I'd say is enjoy it. Make sure you really enjoy what you do and playing football is brilliant. Um, the other advice I'd give is, is is practice. Just keep practicing and everything, you know, whether you aren't very good at kicking with your left foot or you're not very good at passing maybe or you're not very good at shooting. Whatever it may be, I'd, I'd say keep practicing and trying to get better and working hard um, and just trying to keep on improving. Um, that's what you have to keep doing. You know, when I was your age, it was always working hard every day and trying to practice on, on things that maybe you're not so good at to try and become better. Um, but like I say, the main thing I would say as well is, is to make sure you enjoy what you do and uh, football can be enjoyable when you're playing it, can't it? It's the best sport in the world, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah, isn't it? It is worldwide. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I wanted to just ask, because I think obviously I, well, I was young, they weren't even around then. Yeah. When the Swans almost went out to the league, yeah. obviously that game, can you just describe like that experience and obviously mm. leading up to that game and, and how it was for the club? Because I think it was such a momentous, it's such, an, it's such a historic time for Swansea yeah. City. Just maybe so they can understand a little more. I did try showing them some clips mm. this morning, but it was all a little bit rushed. I think they really tuck it in. Yeah, so obviously in 2003, um, May, May the 3rd, we played whole City in... League Two, the bottom division as it as it is now, um, and we had to win the game to stay in the football league. So if we lost, you drop out of professional football and into semi professional if you like, which Swansea had never done. It was I don't forget Swansea had never dropped out of the football league before, so it was a huge huge game. I think the lead up to the game, the build up in the week was 
was massive everywhere you went, whether it was to the shop, whether you walked your dog, whether you wherever you went, mm. people was talking about this game and saying you can't lose this game, you have to win because it was so important for Swansea's history. And I think you maybe see clips of Swansea in the Premier League and um, Swans doing well after that. Yeah, I think they like they've only ever seen yeah. the Swans as a successful. Yeah, do you know I mean they've never quite seen it that way? So I think if if we lost that game against Hull, then there wouldn't have been Swansea in the Premier League and you wouldn't have seen Swansea where they are, like maybe in a new stadium. But because we won that game, um, we stayed in the Football League and then we, we kept on improving every year to get to the Premier League. But, you know, I spoke about the Championship playoff final, which was a really, really good game for us. But in terms of importance and how important um, the games are, I think the whole City game was the most important probably in the, probably in the club's history. And um, I was fortunate enough to play in it and we won 4-2. Um, to beat Hull to stay in the Football League. Fantastic. Um, do you want to ask that last one before we move on? Yeah. Who is the best player with and against? Oh, best player. Best player I've played with. Um, I'd probably say the best player I've had an understanding with, it maybe might be the best way, is Joe Allen. Do you know Joe Allen? Yeah, he's still plays for Swansea. Yeah, he's at Swansea now. And he, plays, he plays, well, he's just retired from, from Wales. But um, me and Joe played in midfield together and we had a really good understanding. So we played together in the Premier League for well, only one season um, because then he went to, he went to Liverpool, um, your team. So, um, but we, we had a really good understanding when we played together and I think he was a really, he was a really good player. Um, he's, got, he's got an injury now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's just had an operation on his groin so hopefully he won't be too long before he's back. But I really enjoyed playing uh, with Joe and then oh, the best player I've played against it's always a difficult one yeah. um, I'd say he was a really good player was Luis Suarez do you know Luis Suarez yeah he used to play for Liverpool he used to play for Liverpool so he was at Liverpool went to Barcelona um, I don't know how much he went for I don't know oh, 80 million or something like that but he was he was a brilliant player I'd say he was really good he might know Gareth Bale oh. yeah do you know Gareth Bale yeah he was he was brilliant. So before he went to Real Madrid again for, I don't know what it was, ninety million or yeah. whatever it was. Um, he was a brilliant player. I remember playing against him at the stadium, Swansea.com stadium, mm. and uh, he was a outstanding player. So quick, brilliant left foot, could score. He was, he was powerful. He had everything. And uh, we see when he went to Real Madrid, I think he was. Yeah. For the first years, he was great. Yeah. When he won, he won, you know, loads of Champions Leagues and leagues and stuff like that. So Suarez and. Gareth Bale were two brilliant players. Trying to get Gareth Bale on the podcast, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to get him, Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. Get him in. Do you, do you want me to get him on the podcast? No. <laughs> too busy playing golf now. There would have been, been a time. There would have been a time. We would have thought we couldn't get Leon Britton on the podcast. <laughs> so. Never know, eh? <laughs> Never know. Um, so we we'll move on now, guys, uh, to some "Are you smart?" than a ten-year-old oh, questions. Here we go. Here we go. So they're going to ask you a question each. They're going to hide the answers, obviously, aren't you? Yeah. And then uh, we're gonna see how smart you are. <laughs> uh, wanna get it going? Yeah. What famous building did Guy Fawkes try to blow up? Oh, uh, I do think I know this one. Is it Parliament? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, went, he went underneath, and he? he went under. He went underneath, and he got, yeah, he got he did, caught yeah. with gunpowder, didn't he? Very smart. And it was only November the fifth yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Guy Fawkes night. Yeah. Oh, it's a good start. Go on, Tyler. What is five times eight? Five times eight is forty. Oh, it's flying! 
Absolutely flying. I'm gonna take you a bit longer, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> In the movie The Lion King, what animal is Taimon? What was the name now? Taimon. Taimon. Oh my god. Uh, I might not. Oh, Timon, isn't it? Timon? Yeah. I don't, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know this. Um, t- 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 not hyena. No. I think you're on the right track, isn't he? Mm, so dumb. No, I must be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. What is. A meerkat. Ah, oh, see, I thought that was kind of it's not, yeah. it's not too far. In Harry Potter, oh, what are the names of Harry's parents? I don't know. Do you know what? My, Have you ever seen Harry Potter? No, my, <laughs> my, um, my ten-year-old, one of my ten-year-old, I've got twin boys who are ten, and... One of them absolutely loves Harry Potter. He reads all the books. Are you going to be gathered then? What's your daughter's name? So Lily and... (laughs) (laughs) Pete. Oh, what is it? James. James and Lily. James and Lily. So you had one, right? Yeah. Half a point for us. Half a point. With an assist off his head. Oh, this is good, this is. What kind of tea do footballers drink? What kind of tea? Yeah. Mm. Can we both say this one? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of, is this a trick question, this one? No. It's a bit of a joke, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. 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 What kind of tea? I don't know, what kind of tea do they drink? Pen and tea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, the, it's, the, it's the rubbish jokes are funny. Uh, yeah. That was a good one. So was that four and a half out of five? We're going to yeah. give them half for the Harry Potter yeah. question? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, well, that's kind of it for the questions. Is there anything else now specifically that you would like to ask? Think um, now it could be anything you want um, around the world of football or anything. Um, when you're in the Premier League yeah. um, and you played against uh, Liverpool, was Liverpool in the Premier when you were in there? Yeah. Did, did you win against them? That was a good question, yeah. Quite a good record against Liverpool. Yeah, so um, I've played against Liverpool, I played against Liverpool quite a few times because we had seven years in the Premier League, so we played a lot. I we beat them in we played them actually in the League Cup, which is the Carabao Cup. Now we went to Anfield and we beat them three one. Um, in our first season in the Premier League, we we drew nil nil, um, and I I have lost a few games. I was actually caretaker manager, so I was manager of the team for Swansea for two games. And one of them, I was manager at Anfield against Liverpool. And uh, unfortunately, we lost 5-0. But yeah. We don't speak about that, OK? <laughs> we don't speak about that. So when I played, we had a better record. But when I was manager, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Yeah. But I would also say Anfield is my favourite stadium, apart from the Swansea.com, to play at. Because have you seen when they sing You'll Never Walk Alone? Have you seen mm-hmm. that? And they wave all the flags in the, like the cop end, which is behind the goal. Oh. I love yeah, have you seen that? Yeah, it's brilliant. So when you're a player and you actually see them singing after watching it on the telly all them years is, is really special. So I think that's my favourite ground. Fantastic. Do you have anything? Mm. Ah, you've got a question. How, in, in those, the, I think it was like the first year in the Prem, the second year in the Prem, when you were yeah. just flying, how close were you to playing for England? Um... I think we got. I got fairly close because I think it might have been either the. F- I think it was the. It was the first season in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, the England manager at the time was the Italian manager Fabio Capello. Yeah, so yeah. he was he was the manager and we played 
Chelsea at the Swansea.com stadium on a Tuesday night and the England manager's assistant manager, well, one of them was Stuart Pearce, so he'd come down to watch us play and he, Brendan Rodgers was the Swansea manager. He, t- he said he was coming to watch me, uh, Scott Sinclair, uh, Nathan Dyer and Danny Graham. Um, he, he was coming down to watch us. So yeah, that, yeah. that was as close as I knew. I didn't know... Right. You know, I didn't know how if I was going to be really close to getting the call up. Yeah. But I, I knew they'd come down to watch that game and maybe specifically to look at you know three or four of us. But it, it, that would have been one thing that would have yeah. you know I've had a, an amazing career and I've yeah. achieved so many things that I, I dreamed of. But if you could have given me, if I could have had one more thing, that would have topped it off. I would have said playing for your country is probably the pinnacle. Yeah, I think so. so. How did you feel when you were promoted to the prem? Oh, it was it was an incredible feeling because it was at Wembley in front of. They say it was 90,000 fans. I think it was maybe 40,000 40, or 45,000 were Swansea fans. And it was incredible after the game, the celebrations. We stayed on the pitch for ages. We was singing songs yeah, together. Amazing, we had yeah. the cup. We was, you know, lifting the cup together. We was, it was great. And then the bus journey home was, was brilliant. And um, no, it was great because we knew it was going to the Premier League. And like I say, a lot of us in that team had never played in the Premier League. So for a lot of us, it was, it was achieving the dream. It really was. Because the first half of season, you didn't play for the Swans, did you? No. You left, didn't uh, yeah. you? <laughs> I forgot away with that. I know, I know. I thought I'd bring it up. No, I did. I was, I was, so I, I left, the, the, obviously, the, the previous summer, didn't I? I went to Sheffield United and... Um, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, that's what I thought. Of it. Well, that's the way I thought of it. So I was at Sheffield United till January and then I didn't like Sheffield and luckily I come back to Swansea. Um, and then from January I played for the rest of the season and we got promoted but um, yeah that was tough that yeah. was tough yeah being up there uh, oh, how did you feel about almost going up to the league out of like the football league well that was that was big pressure that really was big pressure for us because that never happened in the club's history it would have been the first time that had ever happened and you don't want to be part of um, a bad moment in the club's history and be part of the first time something bad's happened so that was it was a lot of pressure going into the game but fortunately we won the game that, that again we talk about when we got uh, promoted to the Premier League winning that game was more relief it was more like we've done it we've stayed in the Football League and then um, like I say if we didn't win that game yeah that could have been it couldn't it could have been it you know not horribly I wouldn't have signed the next summer because I would have wanted yeah, to stay in the Football League of course you would have yeah. Lee Trund will come uh, after that season, he probably wouldn't have signed if, if Swansea yeah. went down and the outlook of Swansea's history would have been completely different. So yeah, it's, really. it's 90 minutes could have changed so much in the club's history. Yeah. And Did, for Sophia, football, I'm curious about what your, um, how you feel about women's football now and the emergence yeah. of it and how popular yeah. it is now and with the, the England's women's team. Yeah, Isn't was, it so? And just what you've you're sort of seen in the <laughs> Yeah, and no, I think it's I think it's great now that the women's football, you know, the game for women is is really progressing and taking off. I think they've always had maybe the, a few women's teams who do well, but now I think the structure from from you know, the age groups now and the youth development is a lot more money being put into it to help um young girls being able to get an opportunity. I think maybe years ago there wasn't that that facility or that opportunity. I think it was more it's a boys' sport. Yeah. Girls don't play with the boys, and and maybe there wasn't no girls' teams. I think it's great now that there's, you know, you go on the local parks now, and you see how many girls' teams there are, and how big, and it helps that there's there's more money being put in at the top, 
and the, the, the women's game now is on Sky all the time every week and the England women's team and, and everything like that and it, it's great because why should it just be why should it just be the, the boys that have a dream of becoming professional footballers and getting the opportunity from a young age to have the coaches and the structure but the girls didn't have that whereas now I think they've got opportunities now which is, which is great and I think it's only going to get bigger and better but, you know. definitely happy with that are you friends with Angel, Angel and Nathan Dyer? Yeah, I'm friends with them, yeah. I still, uh, still see Angel now and again. Nathan Dyer, he did live in Swansea until only until the last couple of months and he's moved back to, he's from like Bournemouth, Southampton way, so he's gone back to there with his family, but Angel Rangel still lives in Swansea, so I still see Angel quite a lot. I saw Nathan Dyer in his black Mercedes. Did you? Where was that to? Uh, you know, uh, the, the ward... By the mumbles, like the mumbles long wood. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. By the prison. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you see it there, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's fantastic. I think we spoke about so much more than we had on our kind of scripts. Um, so thank you so much for that. Are you happy with that, boys and girls? Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Really, really enjoyed. It's been amazing, and hopefully it isn't the, the last we see of you at Clyde School. Yep. Hopefully yeah. I'll come back and visit. Yeah. yeah, and then that's job done. So thank you very much for listening to the Clydecast, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.